7am. Thank you for choosing Fresh 107.9 FM Abelgadad today, the 30th of June 2021. It's a Wednesday morning. It's the last day in the month of June. Uh, it is, uh, well, that, that's been a conversation since Monday. I've heard a lot of people say salary week. And I've heard a lot of people say uh, it is officially the end, or it is almost officially the end of uh, the first half of the year uh, 2021. Uh, it's been, you know, uh, six months fraught with a lot of conversations, a lot of issues, uh, lots of promises, 
uh, depending on whether you're looking at the glass half full or half empty. Uh, whatever the situation is, I wish you the very best in the remaining hours as far as uh, the month of June is concerned. Hopefully, uh, the remaining months of the year uh, come with um, better news uh, than we've got. Uh, in the first uh, couple of months of the year 2021. All the best today. Enjoy your day, all right? Thank you for choosing Fresh FM. It's time to take a look at the headlines this morning. Freshly pressed this Wednesday. It's freshly pressed this Wednesday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. Wali Bakar is my name. Uh, good to have you join us again as we take a look at the headlines uh, for one more morning uh, together this month of June. Um, it's been six months already. Our time flies. The Punch, The Guardian, The Nigeria Tribune, The Pen Pushing Newspapers, uh, The Nigerian News Direct. Uh, quite a number of options uh, this uh, morning. Uh, we'll just go right ahead and mention the headlines as always and um, get talking as far as some of them are concerned. The lot of the headlines today, well, your guess is as good as mine, uh, crawling with reports about the arrest of uh, the, pros- uh, the leader of the proscribed indigenous people of Biafra uh, that was revealed yesterday by the federal government. Questions out there as to how it was done, when it happened... A lot of questions. Mr. Samson, I think is on the program with me this morning. Good morning to you, sir. Great to see you this morning. Good morning, Wally. Uh, great to be here again. The Punch uh, this morning says, Kanu's arrest, ACF demands caution. Archbishop alleges woman trapped IPOB leader. <laughs> is there on The Punch this morning. There's also... 18 judges appeal court elevation, EFCC fraud cases, 1,000 others to start afresh. That's also on the punch uh, this morning. Petrol price should be more than 280 naira per litre, says Kiari. There's another to look out for. Panel affirms ex Firo's DG's demotion, recommends TIFA penalties. Land Use Act review plots to create grazing routes. That's according to Governor Samuel Odom. There's also weak air attacks. PDP governors defecting to APC. Knox ex Nimasa boss. NYC threatens sanctions as Jamb alleges fake mobilization certificate. Is there on the punch as well this uh, morning. Uh, there's also a boy announces 5 million naira tuition as medical varsity begins September. Wow. 24-year-old sentenced to death for stealing phones, cash in a kitty. Is there on the punch as well this uh, morning? Uh, that should make for an interesting read because uh, I'm sure you probably hear the headline I wonder but you probably have to check it. Uh, it's there on the punch. The Nigerian Tribune says 11 governors, others in attendance as Zafara governor defects to APC. There's also why I escaped. IPOB leader Unamdi Kano opens up 
is on the Tribune this morning. There's a lot of story related to the IPOB leader. Federal government arrest IPOB leader Unam Dekanu. There's also court orders, DSS, detention of an IPOB leader Unam Dekanu is on the Tribune this morning. Police wait on pathologist over Super TV bosses murder case is another on the Nigerian Tribune uh, this uh, morning. The Guardian says um, Niger political appointees to declare assets July 16. There's also um, Nigeria bleeding in many parts, says Afeniferi. Senate passes PIB tomorrow, but Jabi Amila promises two weeks. Uh, well, by tomorrow, uh, that report means today, uh, at least from what the uh, Senate President said yesterday. Nigerians task judiciary to emulate South Africa as Zuma goes to jail. <laughs> That's on The Guardian uh, this morning. NDLA alerts public to activities of job scammers, blackmailers also there. Uh, federal government's $4 billion stake in Dangote refinery raises dust. There's another on The Guardian this morning. Disbelief, shock, trail IPOB leaders arrest. Rearrangement is there on the Guardian also. The Premium Times questions Malami refused to answer on rearrest return of Inam Dikanu is on the Premium Times uh, this Wednesday morning. Ensas panel nobody at Lekki Togate after shooting Lagos government official. That's there. There's also Unam Dikanu speaks as court reminds him in SSS custody. Is there on the Premium Times also? Nigeria has highest number of out of school children in sub Saharan Africa. Is there on the Premium Times as well? Uh, the Nigerian News Direct uh, this uh, Wednesday morning also uh, crawling with a number of headlines to look out for. Uh, boldly written there uh, is uh, the talks about uh, the plan to get some stake. Uh, in the Dangote refinery is there on the Nigerian News Direct uh, this uh, morning. Um, struggling to uh, get it hold of that front page now, but okay, I have it now. YFG is acquiring 20% stake in Dangote refinery. Kiari is on the Nigerian News Direct this morning. There's also Al Namde Kanu was arrested in Ethiopia, arraigned in Abuja, is there to look out for. Uh, this morning, pension pension transitional arrangement repatriates twenty six point five million pounds from UK. Also there on the Nigerian News Direct, the pen pushing newspapers uh, this morning as well. Uh, it says uh, felony trial. I didn't jump bail, but escaped for safety. Kanu tells court. Kidnappers killed while collecting ransom is also on the pen pushing newspaper. Governor Makinde dissolves cabinet. Also there, Ogun State Government to rename Taishalarin College of Education after Aujale. It's also there on the pen-pushing newspapers. That's an interesting one. Nigerian government secures repatriation of Inam Dikanu. Bundles him back to continue treasonable felony trial. I'm sure that's the earlier report. It's on the pen-pushing newspapers as well uh, this uh, morning. Quite a number of headlines to look out for this morning. But the obvious point to start this morning uh, is uh, the lot of the conversations... Uh, concerning the rearrest, return, repatriation, re whatever you decide to call it, of uh, the leader of the proscribed indigenous people of uh, Biafra, is there virtually everywhere uh, this uh, morning? Why I escaped? IPOB leader Namde Kano opens up. That's on the punch. But the pen pushing newspaper says felony trial. 
I didn't jump bail but escaped for safety, Kano tells court. The rearrested leader of the proscribed IPOP, Namde Kano, has declared that he, he did not jump bail, has been alleged, explaining that rather he went underground when his life was in danger following invasion of his house by Nigerian army. Pembushin reports that Kano made this known while arraigned before the Federal High Court in Abuja on Tuesday to continue his trial an allegation of treasonable felony instituted by the Nigerian government against him. I did not jump bail, my lord. I only went on the ground when the Nigerian armed forces raided my residence in Abia State, which led to the death of some people. So I had to run for my safety, he told the court. Uh, Pembushin further reports that earlier at proceedings on Tuesday, the prosecuting counsel, Magaji Labran, moved an ex parte application urging the court to remand Kano in SSS custody in Abuja. The prosecutor based his request on the grounds that the IPOB leader violated the conditions of the bill earlier granted him uh, by the court. The trial judge, Justice Bintayako, ordered the detention of Kano in the custody of the SSS at his first court appearance since 2017, uh, which was yesterday. Because uh, uh, the other reports are there on a lot of the dailies. You can find that on the pen pushing newspapers. Felony trial. I didn't jump bail, but escaped for safety. Uh, Kanu tells court. That's there. Uh, there is also this report. Uh, I, I, I took a peep into it this morning. I find it uh, rather interesting. Uh, it's on the Premium Times. It says questions Malami refused to answer on rearrest return of Inam Dikanu. Um, it says that. Um, the recent steps taken by the federal government saw the interception of the fugitive Kano on Sunday. That's according to the AGF. Uh, Mr. Malami said evasively at a press conference that Mr. Kano had been rearrested through the collaborative efforts of Nigerian intelligence and security services. He did not take questions from reporters yearning to throw more light on development for Nigerians. The news hit many Nigerians like a thunderbolt on Tuesday, especially as Mr. Kano's recent history on uh, Twitter shows he has relentlessly tweeted every day up till Monday, except last Thursday and Friday. Fraught with vague remarks on important issues, and now Mr. Kano was brought back to Nigeria. Mr. Malami's announcement has raised some questions begging for answers. Many have also raised concerns about the legitimacy of the procedure adopted in bringing the IPOB leader back to Nigeria due to little official information on the matter. At the end of Mr. Malami's press conference, which was immediately followed by a court appearance put together to obtain an order for Mr. Kanu's detention in custody of the SSS, what was clear was that IPOB leader was back in the country after almost six years abroad. Where, when, and how he was brought to Nigeria remain a matter of speculation. Well, there are the questions there on the Premium Times this morning. They say questions Malami refused to answer on rearrest, return of Inam Dikano. Well, uh, they're there on virtually old dailies uh, this uh, morning. But one thing they are right about is that it did eat a lot of Nigerians like a thunderbolt uh, when that announcement was made yesterday. Um, uh, you, we, we were talking about, you were <laughs> mentioning to me about some individuals who said, oh, it was fake news. Uh, this, this is impossible. How could he have been arrested? You know, uh, as if it was uh, even the very evasive uh, Osama bin Laden, Saddam Hussein, <laughs> you know, they, they were caught up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, although those are issues of a different fish that raise a lot of other controversy. But um, he says he didn't jump bail. Uh, he left because of safety for his life. Naturally, there was a slim chance he was going to appear in court yesterday and say, well, my lord, I jumped bail. Uh, the question is, were there really grounds for him to run due to safety? Uh, these other questions about where, how, when he was brought into the country that are being raised. Apparently, uh, some would say that 
maybe Mr. Malami could have entertained questions yesterday. Maybe he could have been uh, more forthcoming with information yesterday. But there are also some that would say, well, this is probably answers we'll get eventually with time. <laughs> well, in, in, interesting reactions from Nigerians since yesterday. And, um, you know, immediately this, uh, this news broke. Um, like you like you said you know we had a brief discussion and uh, you know i saw it i i ignored it because in this age of uh, fake news even from some uh, media organizations you have to be very careful you know what you share i didn't even ask anybody whether it was true or not until uh, i i began to just see it all over then of course uh, that um, some other information began to come up and uh, things were adding up for me that, okay, I think this is real. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's the way I react this way, uh, these days. And when you look at the way the whole thing has happened, any, any student of history will know that uh, it, will be, it will just be a matter of time that uh, Mr. Namdekano will be you know, arrested. That even the way he's been carrying out his activities abroad, if Nigeria, if he was too far away from Nigeria to be picked up, he he could still have gotten into trouble with the home country where he was. But how it was done is still shrouded in secrecy because um, even now, nobody got a whiff of what was coming. Um, I think was, the, the, the Nigerians direct <laughs> suggested that it was picked up in Ethiopia. So I, the, another we always thought it was in the UK. Another, another story said Brazil. Mm. You know, lured with some, you know, female folks and all that, all sorts of stories. So I, I think we we should just leave it at that. The most important thing for the Nigerian government is that the guy is back to to face whatever charges. They want to press, you know, against him, or they are that, that they're already doing. And when you check history, <laughs> it was during this the same, I think, first coming. So, some people said the first missionary sojourn of President Muhammad Buhari. You know, that uh, somebody was an, an attempt, if you know what is called, um, I, I don't know how to call it now. Uh, even, even if you Google it and you, you go to Wikipedia. You see what is called Diko affair. You know, oh, you're talking about the Mar Diko thing. <laughs> a joint, uh, you know, Nigeria-Israeli attempt to kidnap, you know, someone who served in the, um, I think, uh, Sheikh Shagari's uh, administration and was accused of uh, gross corruption and all those things. And demand flew away immediately. Uh, Muhammad Buhari came, and um, there was an attempt. To, to, to bring him back. See, when people talk about legitimacy of arrest, lawyers should argue that. But from what we've seen, you know, somebody is saying he escaped for safety. It's okay to escape for safety. You don't want to die, right? But did, did you actually go underground? He was in the UK sending a lot of harsh words leading some some youths in the southeast against not just the nation even against his own people because even in in some of his uh, uh broadcasts on biafra radio he called even his own people he said full animal living in Igbo land Igbo mm-hmm. people you know so 
but some it also there maybe some people also gave him out after a bounty was played i think it was 100 million or something mm, mm. you know so whichever way it came i think it's deliberate that the nigerian government doesn't want to give all the details no but you know the bounty wasn't placed by the government it was placed by uh, by some group uh, uh, okay i can't remember that uh, uh-huh. so if that is what they want to achieve, uh, they want to do for now i know that the facts how he was arrested will still come out in this age some people will have been there whether in a hotel whether at an airport anywhere they they, they picked him up the how and where and what time a, a report said he, he, he was brought back on sunday and mm. perhaps nobody knew maybe midnight and he was maybe also created somewhere. He didn't allow to walk. You know, someone said maybe he was in the cut one, like <laughs> you but, know. But but you know, th- these questions about legitimacy. Mm. Uh, I, I, should there be questions about legitimacy? <laughs> considering <laughs> that some uh, was it some months back, uh, there had been a federal high court uh, ruling that uh, revoked his bill and ordered his rearrest or yes. ordered his arrest. So. Yes. What are we talking no, about? No, 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 no. Some people are talking about, you know, there is this part of one, another account that uh, maybe he was injected, blah, blah, blah. A lot of stories flying there mm. that you have to be careful what you believe. Um, it's like we, we say on the streets. I think it was uh, um, this musician, Obesiri, that sang it. station. Now, I don't know whether his lawyers who also want to add that to the defense that they we didn't like the way he was he was arre- the, the lawyers didn't even know the, the man was already in the country before they even found out from what we also got from them that well they they they, they, they will meet in court and thank god immediately they they, they 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 brought him back the government also did the right thing not just incarcerating him illegally they took him to court and got you know a court order to, and there is a timeline for that, you know, for, for which he will just appear in court and the case will continue. So whoever wants to argue, you know, in his defense, they now have maybe something to, by now they'll be preparing their, their papers. Of course, he will have more charges to face now because having John Bill and with all those uh, uh, broadcasts he did from abroad, I don't think that, that would be in the interest of the Nigerian nation. You remember mm. the NSAS thing? He, he, he made many broadcasts, many tweets, you know, about how soldiers that will get to Southeast must not come back alive and all those things. I don't know any any anywhere in the world someone will do all those things. Whatever you are looking for, if you do that and through your actions, you know, allegedly through your actions, our security men are being killed in the Southeast. Mm. So, he, he, anybody that wants to argue in his favor, she can argue in the area, okay, he's look, this, he wants Biafra. Yes, it's legitimate. But are you also doing it in a legitimate way? Well, well, the, uh, the headline on The Guardian uh, probably, you know, tells the full story. It says, disbelief, shock, trail <laughs> IPOB leaders arrest, rearrangement. Uh, comes a number of riders. Court orders is remand in DSS custody at John's hearing till July 26th. Or Anese, a Ferry, Northern Elders urge caution in prosecuting him. Kano's arrest, elimination, won't quench agitation, says the group. 
Uriwa, if you can arrest Kanu, nab all terrorist bandits in the north. Uh, that's uh, the Human Rights Watch is there uh, on The Guardian. The Punch also uh, with that report about, uh, you know, the request to, I mean, the urge for caution. Kanu's arrest, ACF demands caution, Archbishop alleges woman trapped hyper leader. Uh, that's on the punch. <laughs> but uh, the, the talks about, you know, uh, be, being cautious, uh, they're, they're, they're there uh, from uh, a number of elders or a number of groups uh, saying, for, for some people, I've, I've seen the, contribu- the comments of some people saying, uh, while it is possible that for the Nigerian government, there is the thinking or there is the notion that uh, arresting Kano could um, weaken whatever uh, the IPOB has or could um, send a message to them that if their leader who has been on the ground could be arrested, then they all can was be picked almost up. Untouchable. Mm-hmm. They all can be picked up. But then there is also uh, the other angle of some people who believe that uh, if not treated with caution, we could also see an escalation of attacks and uh, uh, in form of reprisals from they, the group. They, they've, they've, the government has already started on a path of caution. And that by not just detaining, arbitrarily. detaining him arbitrarily. You know, and they've taken him into court, to, to, to the courts. That's according to the law. So the human rights groups, NGOs, the social cultural groups, all of them, I think they should be satisfied with that. That's the normal way, you know, to treat anybody, any accused, you know, person. So you, I don't, I don't see until until they, we now begin to see maybe at the next court uh, session. Now the court will now say I, I grant him bail, and the government will now say <laughs> no. You will not go. Then we'll begin to pick it up from there. That why are you going to do that? But you know, the, the charges these guys, this guy is facing, they know they are so huge against him. And it's this is not the time to be emotional. I also believe that whatever agitation coming from the southeast, his arrest alone will not end that. At, at least it will not somebody will not somehow really just just exterminate him, just like that. And if Perhaps if they want to do that, he won't even be here alive. You might just, maybe if he was picked up in Brazil or anywhere, perhaps he could have been killed there. Mm. And Nigerian government might have found a way of even washing its hands off it. That look, well, <laughs> we, we didn't go after him. But because they want to have a physical example for any agitator that is also t- taking lives or using words against the nation that will lead to violence. It's going to be a physical example because if Kanu had been, you know, done with somewhere, you know, we might be speculating, but we might not be able to still press it, you know, for sure, against the Nigerian government. But now he's back home to face the trial. I think that's careful enough. That's 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 the kind of caution, you know, that the government should take. And they've started well until they, they make a U-turn and they are no longer respecting the law of the land, then we'll, we'll wait and, and see how it goes. Well, is um, the story on the law of the dailies this morning, uh, I bet we could go on and on and talk about this, but there are some others to discuss in a bit. We'll take a very quick pause, though. Don't go anywhere. Abel Kuta, congratulations, yo! The hospitality industry leader, don't land the bar. 
for a belkuta yes ke academy suit the babala hotel we tender for ibadan the cultural capital of yoruba land don't open for a belkuta academy suit una home away from home hotel we get ogbonga comfort for we customer plus include leisure with proper cleanliness na academy suit to get him plus include olympic size swimming pool with security na water tight for our restaurant you go baladu continental and the local food with chekele money everything about academy suit na quality with unbeatable low price to confirm with na the talk for what match now now to academy suit went and dagidiba beside abadia central mosque mko abiola way abelkuta abikukuma they call this number 0817666601 academy suit na home away from home you don't see that new funny video for Twitter? That one with the boy. You mean this one? What of that brother Shaggy News Kitty? Where the circulate was up? Oh, this one. What of that meme? Where the guy? <laughs> Where mouth open like this, ba? Ah, Mr. Noito. Which data you they use now these things? Now, glow new data plans get me. <gasps> Are you serious? With just 50 Naira, I they get 50 MB. And with just 100 Naira, I they get 150 MB. We have to use chat or browse on top Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter, and even Snapchat. Eh, well, no, don't yourself, oh. Dial star 777 hash now. Make you begin the browse they go. Glow Unlimited. <laughs> Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. I'm moving on uh, very swiftly this uh, morning from the Unamdekano stories. Uh, the Guardian says um, Nigerians task judiciary to emulate South Africa as Zuma goes to jail. Uh, that's on the Guardian this morning. In case you missed it, uh, South Africa's former president Jacob Zuma has been sentenced to 15 months in jail by the country's highest court. He's been given five days to hand himself over to the police, failing with the police minister must order his arrest. Uh, the sentence comes after the constitutional court found him guilty of contempt for defying its order to appear at an inquiry into corruption while he was president. Mr. Zuma's time in power, which ended in 2018, was dogged by graft allegations. Nigerians, meanwhile, have lauded the development, charging the judiciary to be courageous in his decision. The deputy director of Prisoners' Rehabilitation and Welfare Action, Power. Mrs. Ogechi Yogu said the sentence of Zuma speaks volumes. The decision of the court, she said, is an indication of the advancement of democracy in South Africa. According to her, this is the rule of law at play. Uh, program officer, Human Rights Law Services, noted that everyone is equal before the law as the law does not discriminate. He lauded the court's decision as a step in the right direction. If you refuse to keep to the orders of the court, you have no choice but to spend some time in prison. Um, well, the positions are the same. Uh, all you know from those uh, that were spoken to by the Guardian, uh, all saying, "Well, Nigeria can take a cue from this. Nigeria can learn from this." And for some, they say, "We're a long way from <laughs> trying to attempt." We are, we are not. We are not because before you know, only recently we we, we started having former governors. 
We're talking the president. I'm coming. That's why I said it's not going to be long. It's not going to be long. Might my, my be in the next 10 years. It might be in the next 10 years. Hmm. So it, we, we will get there. I, I think we need to just, just put our mind back at our history. How has it been for us? Where impunity reigns supreme. Now you can now call a former governor to even you can even dock him or her. And okay, we've not had you know, <laughs> you know all of them have been you know doing stuff. You know, so mm. you, you can dock them. Even if they are escaping justice, at least we have two examples. We have, you know, big boys in Nigeria who are who are now in prison. Former bank chiefs and all that. But then we also see, had some were thrown into prison and came out. Yes. <laughs> it, it doesn't it, it see coming out, you can blame that on the prosecuting team that undo that matter. But let's talk about those that are there. It, who, who, who says leaders that are still living, past presidents in this country can still not go to jail. Maybe they will never go to jail. But maybe we are still going to have some presidents. Who are, they are not presidents yet. Mm-hmm. But they will misbehave and they will be dealt with. So the South African case is a very good example for us to rely on. But if it were to be in Nigeria, the Zulus, the tribe that, that, that President Zuma, former president, belongs to, maybe they will have carried placard in his support. That's what we find here. We're always divided along ethnic lines, even when people are to be prosecuted. You say, oh, it, they are doing it to this side, they are doing it to, mm. to that side. If they can get, can, why can't they get? Uh-huh. You know, mm. we, we, should, we should not argue that way. It, the, the fact that you've, you, 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 you've caught a thief, then you are now saying, why, why, why catch this? Why not catch all the other thieves but, around? But, but you know, in our case, then they have, there's a responsibility that comes with, what, what, with your argument. I see mm. the point you're painting, but mm. there's also the responsibility to decision makers, uh, security agencies, mm-hmm. to also ensure that these things are not um, noticed in their mode of operations as well. Yes, yes. We, we have to keep telling ourselves. I Like, like I've, I've been saying, every, every tribe in Nigeria contributed to where Nigeria is today, whether we like it or not. Whether you want to have Odua Republic, Biafra, or Arewa Republic, we all contributed to where this country is today. I, I, I stand to be corrected. So you have thieves all, all across, and you have saints all across, uh, across the, you know, the, the divide. So you, you cannot just sit down and say, because somebody has been arrested and prosecuted, then you, now want, you want to use the same tape to measure it for the other person. You have to be diligent in doing that. So you have thieves all over, and we, we will get to that level. We, our history with South Africa is different. You know, you know what apartheid did to South Africa. Uh, see how we got our own independence, and that's why they, they they have a stronger foundation for their own nationhood, and that's why they, you, you can see you can see the way things plan out. And if he doesn't show up, if Zuma does not show up, they will arrest him. And you know, the Zuma <laughs> situation just um, um, explains what we continue to say when we say political will. Mm. Apparently, uh, the the new president yeah. came into office saying. We're going to fight corruption. 
uh, the allegations were there. Mm. You know, he wanted to change the perspective, the perception or the perspective about their party, which yeah, has been yeah. the ruling party. Yes, and you know, he felt um, Zuma. Even if, whether it was a president, whether it was a member of the party, the we'll party. go ahead and you know do what has to be done. That 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 is that is what I'm saying. That look, no matter where you come from, if you are the north and you are former northern governors mm. or president that are doing something that is wrong, I I don't like that word political will. It's it's just a way of explaining away some of these things. Once the law is there, nothing should hold you back, mm. except. You are also an accessory to some of the crimes that have been committed. If not, you just have to do the right thing. So whether you are willing to do it or not, the law and those who should enforce the law must be willing. It shouldn't be about the president or the governor. Mm. It should be about it, it's normal because I'm an institutional duty. thing. Yes. Mm. The police should be able to, but it is these politicians that hold them back. You arrest some people, you get a call from a government house that you release them. Mm. Maybe they are, they are thugs, maybe it's uh, somebody's father or son or mother. Then you now begin to argue, oh, he's our son and all that. Remember what happened, you know, in, in uh, I think in Bayelsa to the late Alamisia. A, a, a lot of groups gather in his defense. Remember that of Ibori? <laughs> they gathered in his defense. And when he even came back from Britain, you know, they had us were be to welcome well, him. But they said he's their son, isn't he their son? He's their son. He's <laughs> their son, I agree. But if mm. if we just put this aside mm. and, and face, the Nigeria would be better. But amongst us, amongst us, the way we argue about some of these crimes, it mm. beats me. Mm. It's, it's not supposed to be so. Now you can celebrate South Africa. But how are their citizens? How are they seeing it? Are they seen as a witch hunt? They are not seeing it that way. Question. All right. Oh uh, well. It's in George's appeal court elevation. EFCC fraud cases. One thousand orders to start afresh. Uh, five of my cases will start afresh. EFCC counsel. That's a, a, a rider that comes with it. George Andlin two thousand and six case afresh promoted. NJC should give judges six months to complete cases. Backdate promotion says Falano. Uh, is there on the punch this morning? Well, uh, these were issues that were that were raised uh, once they talked about promotions for these judges uh, came up. Remember the Ojizo Kali situation, for example, mm. was one that saw uh, you know the judge handling it promoted to the appeal court. Uh, the well, according to what we heard, the lawyers, the two teams came together and said, "Okay, we want to get this case speedily completed." Uh, they got a leave for the judge to complete the hearing. After the judge completed the hearing, sentenced him to jail, uh, the lawyer to Ojikalu went to court and argued, well, he's been promoted. He shouldn't be <laughs> the one handling the case. Uh, some would say that was just technical. But, but this, this is an issue that, that continues to crop up. So we've had well over a thousand cases that have got into various levels. Uh, we now have them restarting or they have to start all over again because the judge handling it has been promoted. It, it's one of the challenges we still have. I, I believe the NJC should be able to look at this so that somebody will not use that. In, we don't know how many of those cases will be affected again. And when a new judge comes, then he, he, he or she will start all over. I, I don't know how they keep their records. Maybe, mm. you know, they do everything electronically or manually. But it, it, maybe it should just be that. You just hand over notes. 
you know, to whoever that is taking over. But maybe it's also not, it will not also work with the new judge. But when a case has gone on for too long, what you are likely to get is that um, so, some of the witnesses might have relocated or some of them will have died. And that, that could affect the, the outcome of, of the cases. So it's something the NJC, you know, we are, we are a developing nation. And this should be part of our development. And now we, you know, even though belatedly, we are talking about uh, um, the independence for the judiciary. The federal government, you know, moved the way in that, and the governors, of course, they are still dealing darling concerning it. But it will happen. It's part of our development this time around in the judiciary. Now that this has been noted. It should be it should be pursued to a logical conclusion to make sure that we don't have such issues again that would, that will affect administration of justice. Well, according to the points, they say that on the average, uh, the judges had between two hundred and three hundred cases pending as of the time they were elevated. There are eighteen of them, so you can do the maths as to uh, how many cases we're talking about. Is there on the punch eighteen judges? Um, appeal court elevation, EFCC fraud cases, 1,000 orders to start afresh is on the punch uh, this morning. Uh, very simply, just before we get to talk to you, uh, just to mention, uh, federal government's $4 billion stake in Dangote Refinery raises dust is on The Guardian this morning. Comes with riders why NMPC is borrowing to buy 20% equity rehabilitation of Kaduna Worry Refineries to begin in July. Finance energy experts pick holes. As the federal government seeks to commence the rehabilitation of Kaduna Wari refineries latest next month, indications emerged yesterday that the NNPC might end up paying at least $4 billion uh, for the 20% stake it seeks in the Dangote refinery, which has the capacity to produce 650,000 barrels per day. At an estimated valuation of $19 billion, uh, the GMD of NNPC, Melekiari, yesterday said that discussions are ongoing and the 20% stake will be acquired once the final valuation is announced. Kiari, while responding to questions during the channel's television program, noted that the oil company would source the fund from international lenders. Um, well, according to him, uh, it was only normal for government to have a stake in this uh, Dangote situation, saying, um, you know, we're talking about energy security and in, you know, at on a long-run fiscal security of the country, saying it's only normal for government to be a part of it. If I said, I think he said something about, said something in the lines of only an unserious government would not, you know, be a part of it. But um, there's been questions uh, asked by some experts. Former chairman, Chatter Institute of Bankers of Nigeria and professor of economics at Bowen University, Shegun Ajibola, was uncertain about projected gains from the development while raising concerns over political uncertainties in the country and the elusive state of governance framework of the sector. Although Ajibola did not see anything wrong in acquiring those stakes and fixing the nation's refineries, it warned that attempts to interfere in the management of Dangote Refinery or run the refineries being rehabilitated would be an indication that the plans would eventually um, collapse. Um, energy economist at the University of Ibadan, Professor Adiola Denikiju, said if based primarily on the commercial proposition, the move by the NNPC should be a good decision. Um, he says, if the valuation was done right, then I have no problem with the decision of the NNPC. Well, is there on the Guardian the rest of it? Uh, according to the NNPC boss, he says the country will be borrowing uh, to uh, fund uh, the purchase of the stake. He says, and they're doing that because of um, the viability of the business that's refinery business is 
always viable in a short time. Uh, the money will come back, according to him. Federal government's $4 billion stake in Dangote refinery raises dust. Why NMPC is borrowing to buy 20% equity rehabilitation of Kaduna Warrior refineries to begin in July. Uh, is, uh, those are some of the riders uh, that come uh, with that story. Uh, the Pempishi newspapers, Governor Mackinde dissolves uh, cabinet, uh, is there uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Uh, here in Ogun State, Ogun State government renamed Taishalari College of Education after Ujale. Uh, it says the Ogun State government has commenced the uh, process to rename Taishalari College of Education after Ujale and Paramount Rula of Ijebuland about Sikira Daytona. Pembership reports that this step followed the second reading of the bill titled the Sikira Daytona College of Education, Science and Technology. Um, okay. Uh, which scaled through second reading on the floor of the State House of Assembly. The other bill, Christine Ogun State Fiscal Responsibility Commission Amendment Law, also scaled through second reading on the floor of the Ogun State House of Assembly located at Okemos, Abelkta, the state capital. Well, um, the rest of it is on the Pempishin newspaper. Ogun State Government to rename Taishalari College of Education after Ujale is there on the Pempishin newspapers uh, this uh, morning. Uh, of course, there is there is the Taishalari University still. This is uh, the Taishalari College of Education, okay? Because I just uh, quickly had to remind myself that uh, the university started afterwards. Why are you, why are you looking? <laughs> why are you looking like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, there has to be reasons for. I hope he's in good taste. Some of these decisions, mm. you know. Uh, I, but then you know, usually when these changes are made, there's issues with getting the. Rhymes, I think correct. I think there's a it, it's it's about an identity issue, mm. and um, I just hope they are doing it the right way. If it's the right thing they are doing, let it let it be. Well, if the people there love it, then hh. if they love it, I remember uh, what was it Unilag that was going uh, to be changed when, when one politicians time? do things. No, that of Unilag is is different. Mm. No, I, I, I just remember that led at to that point, some people didn't just have. In, even the, the the president who was going to do it didn't know about the law that set mm. up Unilag. So they they got confused then and you, embarrassed. The Unilag just appeared sweeter to pronounce. So I don't know. Who say who who, who told you Maulak will not be? You just sweet. did the, the and <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't know whether we used, this will we be. We used to have Ogupoli, now say Mapoli. Yeah, I think that's sweeter to pronounce. Uh, well, because you are used to Unilag. I think we have Foye in uh, in Ekiti, and that's their first name. If someone is to change it tomorrow, it will sound awkward. So get used to it. Okay. All right. Let's get to hear from you this morning. <laughs> We're live on Facebook for you to drop your contributions. The numbers are 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. There's also 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. Those are the numbers uh, to talk to us via uh, this uh, morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Paul. Good morning. Good morning. I, I my comment this morning is on Kano. That's the major story we are running this morning, and uh, I really congratulate the federal government for accepting the sovereignty of Nigeria by this action. Uh, I think it's a, it's a in the right direction. Maybe mm. Apple will now simmer down and have a better way 
of addressing their agitation. I think it is good. And uh, maybe they will now slow down the killing of uh, of uh, security agents. However, I just hope the lot of them will use all the legal means, civil means, to get this case you know, sorted out so that it doesn't degenerate again. Mm. Good morning and God bless you. All right, thank you. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hi, please turn down the volume on your radio. We'd have to let you go, please. Uh, sorry. Uh-huh. Hello, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Yeah, uh, James calling from uh, Obadia. Good morning, Mr. James. Yes, Mr. Kano is back home to face the fire of dropping the bill and twisting felony, among other charges. You should not forget that uh, a while ago, there was a report that uh, Kano escaped arrest in London. That is to show that uh, he has been under surveillance. Mm. To me, it should be a lesson to others who are imitating him to tread softly, hmm. not to allow their protests to turn to a bloody one. Hmm. After the protest might have been, it is organizer that will be held responsible hmm. to face the music. It has right. always been difficult to fight with government. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you very much. Playing this music. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> good morning. Hello, good morning, Wale and uh, Samson. Morning, sir. Uh, you know, I'm not sure here from Yabali. Good morning, talk to us. Yeah, well, I want to talk about the Nambi Kanu. Of course. And I want to send a cautionary listing uh, to our federal government. Uh, if we have not dealt with Shekau, uh, our Izogo and uh, I agree Rosie and our papa financed the war. I want to give them credit. And if somebody will plan a coup in 1984 and they see alive today, and if somebody will go to the Gaga and somebody will kidnap Falaye in the Akure fast, and we have not gotten that person to be, to be arrested and child to court up to now for well over four or five years and if somebody created Marijiko from London to Nigeria and was refused okay we have to have a rethink on how we deal with Nambikano it has to be a civil case my now John Bay we don't know about his case now well it was and brought back we we need to be cautious in way with the way we are dealing with me and we need restructure in nigeria so that we have we have to spell out how we will live with ourselves don't let us talk like my body have been living how about 37 right. chiefs in custom and uh, immigration and all right sir uh, uh Okay, yes, I had to let you go because I know you could go on forever and we don't have all day. Sorry, yeah. hello, good morning, but we got your point already. Good morning. Oh, good, good morning, now. One name. Ah! It is well with this, this country. Hello? Okay. Do you think Nigeria will move forward with this kind of attitude? We hope Nigeria will move forward. Okay. It's, it's must move forward. I hope so. Hmm. I hope so. That's another thing you're about. You're about to see the Lego. Hey, the Lego one, the Shishi one, Paribo. No. 
No matter what street you want to say. No. Kanu, as far as I'm concerned, is a criminal. No, you can't. You can't call him a criminal. You can't call him a criminal head. No, Mr. Solomon. Mr. Mr. Solomon. Is it is it criminal? He's he's been taken to the courts. Let the court declare that. You can't call a man a criminal. I want you to correct me on this. That's why I'm correcting you. Wait, hold on. But wait, I want you to correct me on this. Anybody that jumped bail in Nigeria, what is it? Ah, if he has a reason to jump bail, let him go. Let him argue that before the court. That's what he's telling. He said he did it for safety. So okay, let the court, eh, let the court I'm agree. Brother, you know, will tell you that so, I'm wrong. I love just because I don't have something to eat. The law says so. But do you know? Do you know what if? What if the court? finds that uh, he had a legitimate reason to, to flee. To flee. Yes. And then so they say, young. okay, we are granting you bail. Anyway, uh, Mr. Wale, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Uh, after all, some 14 years, uh, boy, well, I, I, 24 years old boy, was sent to, uh, to jail. And some people have been to billion. At the end of the day, they go free. So it's like, Nina, anything can happen. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. But, but you know, why, why, why we see the picture you are painting saying it's a crime to jump bill? But what if the court says, okay, yes, you were scared. Some people need to be sitting in the courtroom sometimes. Just just walk into a court quietly. Don't disturb mm. what is the proceedings. Mm. And, and hear cases. You'll be surprised you... things that happen. <laughs> Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Wale. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Samson. Morning, sir. I'm Wale. I'm calling from Abekuta. Uh, yes, uh, I want to uh, also say kudos to our security agencies uh, for what they have done. Nigeria is bigger than anybody. And I don't think any government will wash anybody and allow such person to uh, uh, cause disunity or to put a whole nation into crisis and we should be very careful i am beginning to see that nigeria some of us don't really know what we want in this country mm. if you are saying government has not been doing this and if that government does that thing some people will still come again and say why did the <laughs> government do that thing when all this has been happening nobody talked about that but when the government do what is expected of them uh, to do now uh, some people are now talking i don't i don't really know what can we do to satisfy Nigerians? What, what, what can our government do? So we need to really know what, what we need. Someone has been has been outside the country. I don't have visa on my passport. I don't have any other uh, any other country other than this country. Mm. And someone is outside Nigeria causing problem, mm. allowing people to kill themselves here, instigating people to kill themselves. Right. And we are, we are not seeing anything in that. Right, and sorry. when the, that person is arrested, we are now talking again. All right, I commend right. the government on this. On this, I All give right. it to them. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Yeah, back to Good morning. Oh, wow. Good morning. Um, oh, th- thanks for allowing me to try my down on you. <laughs> my name is Remy. I, I, my testimony, my first testimony this morning is that Jacob Zuma is on his way to jail. Mm. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, secondly, the arrest of Canon for me it was not an arrest. It was a case of kidnapping. If you remember, I'm, I'm sure you know that the process of extradition is not a two days or two nine thing. You would have been arrested at that country. You would have been allowed to, uh, to have a fair in the court regarding the extradition. Nothing of such happening. But sir, I want you to remember that militarized Democrats like Barry can destroy anything to get one thing. A couple of weeks ago, Lukashenko of Belarus nearly tracked an entire plane 
just because he wanted one person. However, I think Kano shot himself. If you are a fugitive running for, for your life, you could have gone on the ground. You could have gone quiet. Don't go to an African country because African leaders have reputation for not obeying their own law. Jacob Zuma, who, who was, who have just been sentenced to jail now, prevented, uh, actually ignored the South African court when mm. the court allowed uh, the country to detain Grace Mugabe. If you remember, remember the story mm. of an assault against one uh, South African person. Last week, Fatula Gula, nephew, the Fatula, Fatula Gula, that's the um, Turkish cleric mm. who is based in America. His nephew was arrested in Kenya. And the Kenya court, at the request of... Um, he was arrested at the request of the Turkish, Turkish mm. government. Mm. And the Kenya court told the Kenyan government that these guys must not be extradited to um, okay. Turkey. And before you know it, before the morning comes, he was kidnapped and sent to Turkey. So if you are running for your life, <laughs> don't go to Africa. Go well, on the ground. Food on the ground. Well, Have a good morning. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, you know, we were talking earlier about some individuals who've questioned the legitimacy. Yeah, Apparently, Mr. Procedure. Remy is one of them uh, who <laughs> believes he should have been picked up. Uh, you, know. you see, a lot of people just and, thought and maybe, maybe well. they just woke up so, one day and just picked up this man. But 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 <laughs> You we, don't know what we, has been going on underground. But have we really gotten any suggestions that he was arrested somewhere, there was an extradition see, hearing? See, and it was like I, in my opening speech, I said, look, relax. The man is back. Okay. Allow his lawyers to find out. Kanu will explain to his lawyers now, mm. or maybe in court, how he was arrested. Then will now begin to either commend or condemn the federal government if indeed he was kidnapped. I think it's too early, you know, for us to jump on uh, this issue either to say something is right or something is wrong. The main, the main thing now is that the man is back and he's going to have another... He, he had a day in court yesterday. He's going to have many July other days, you know, to explain to, to the world. So let's let's be calm. Let's be patient. All right. Zachariah Lubayotani says, kudos to the federal government for taking caution before the arresting of Kanu. Kudos to South African government for giving room to justice. Nigeria can borrow a leaf from South Africa. Okay. You know, we have to borrow a book. Larry Alakom says now the fugitive Kano's chicken has come home to roost. I will enjoy for our government to use zoo as court for his prosecution. After all, he frequently refers to Nigeria as a zoo. As a zoo. I'm less concerned about how he was arrested. He jumped bail and he should be prosecuted. He supporters and sympathizers that rejoice whenever he dishes out offensive irritating comments should seek for his release in a matter of days. Billionaire G. Chavez says Kano arrest is not good news until Zani Alice Maduke is arrested and Joe Justice Nigeria is fake. <laughs> Samuel Balogun says what is good for the goose is equal. I'm sure you mean what's source for goose is source for Ganda. He says yeah. federal government should extend his arrest beyond Kano and also arrest other criminals to arrest in Nigeria. Well, Criminals will be picked one after the other. <laughs> but, and no one is even saying Mr. Kano is a criminal. But that's the program this morning. Thank you for your contributions, really. Thank, thank you, Mr. Akule, for your thoughts. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, may Nigeria not remain a zoo, if it is to some people. God bless Nigeria. Enjoy your Wednesday. Enjoy the remaining hours in the month of June. We wish you the very best in the remaining days of the year. Good morning. Broadcasting worldwide. The latest hits and the greatest memories. On Fresh. Fresh. 107.9 FM. Fresh FM, Abel Kuta, 107.9. Fresh FM, 107.9, Abel Kuta. Fresh, 107.9 FM. Professionalism nurtured by experience.